Hi, welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense, a podcast where two moms talk all things kids, work, life, and, and everything, everything in between. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense. This is Heather. Hey, and this is Jessica. Thanks for joining us on this episode. And um, it's number 50. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. I cannot believe we've already done 50 episodes. It literally just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we needed to be like, have more wine and stuff out here. I know. <laughs> needed to toast and everything. Dang. Well, cheers. Oh, well. <laughs> Can you believe that we've recorded 50 episodes? No, and it's, it was like so easy It too. was easy. Like at times I thought we might struggle for material, but we really, I don't think we have. No. I think it's been pretty good. And I think what's interesting is when we've asked some of our friends to come on and just, oh, come on over record with us. Cause we typically record on Sunday afternoons before you guys get them on Monday and they're always hesitant to come over and like, we don't even think about it. We, yeah, don't even, no. we just talk. Yeah, exactly. We think it's fun. So, well, I do have a new obsession. Ooh. So, you know, last week I was off work. And I was going to watch some things on Netflix because, you know, wasn't going to get anything else done. <laughs> and I stumbled across the home edit. Yes. They have a show on Netflix. Yes. And Master the Mess. Is that what it's called? I don't know the name of it. I just know that the home edit, it's the two girls that run that. Okay. And so basically it just follows them along to different clients and shows how they organize and how they edit and make zones and, um, toss and what you know they organize the chaos basically Mm -hmm. um and i am a organizer at heart yes my house may not look like it (laughs) none of our houses but i swear i i really do love the getting rid of things and Mm -hmm. organizing it and making it look pretty but you know prior you know to now it was kind of like you found the stuff at you know dollar tree or you know wherever and um it's all like kind of a mixed mash Mm -hmm. of organization bins and things like that but mm-hmm. I'm kind of on a on a journey to like make my pantry look like the home edit and I know you had introduced me to the home edit about two years whenever we started the podcast basically because they're on Instagram and mm-hmm. you've been following them for a while mm-hmm. I'm just not very good at looking at Instagram <laughs> so um but so last week I kind of started um trying to organize my pantry and nice. make it look like the dream pantry that is in magazines and and everything so got halfway through still got a little bit to finish but I'll post some before and after pictures too I'd love to see it well I really like purging part of organization like I like to purge things and Mm -hmm. then I like the system they I know they talk a lot about creating a system yes yes I do like a system Um, it is hard to keep systems with a two-year-old and a five-year-old right I'm sure with three five-year-olds it's Mm -hmm. not easy either yeah um but I do enjoy that. But I'm a little mis- mismatched in my organizational bins too in my pantry because it's kind of pricey to buy. It is. It is. And I know you don't have to buy their products with the container store. Mm-hmm. But to get something similar, you know, I've ordered similar items from Amazon. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of price comparison because it is kind of expensive to it buy can. all those containers. Yeah, it can definitely be expensive. And I'm trying to look at the, you know, things that look clean mm-hmm. and look nice, but they're not on the expensive side. Yes. I mean, I know I walked around the container store for like, two hours on one of my days off. Just I love the container me store. Me too. Even before they, the home edit had a line there. I yes. just, to walk around, like you said, and just yeah. look at, like, you never knew you needed, you know, some kind of item to organize something until you see a container that specifically is made for that one right. item. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, um, and you know, the thing is, I think I'm probably better at organizing other people's stuff than my own. Cause like I have, so my mom has a bad habit of, 
like under her sink in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like just t- so much stuff, stuff she doesn't even use and like her makeup vanity she had. So it was like every time I went home, I would find a little piece to, to organize. Oh, nice. And, and I was good at organizing her stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm so great at organizing mine, but are keeping it organized. That's where yeah. it kind of gets you know, get sticky. Well, I know for me, my bathroom is probably the one area that is never organized because I don't know. I just, it's kind of chaotic, I guess, getting ready. And then when you have a two-year-old, if you don't have everything baby-proofed, she goes through a lot of stuff too. Mm-hmm. So things end up on the counter. They're not like where they're supposed to be in the drawers because we have baby-proofed and she's ruined all the baby-proofing we did. And I'm not re-baby-proofing. <laughs> like, oh, we're yeah, kind of no. almost out of that phase now, but my bathroom really could use some organization. I do take pride in my pantry. Like my pantry is typically very organized. Yes. And I, it makes me happy. It yes. really does. It is a good feeling. Uh-huh. And that's what I want when I walk into my pantry. I uh-huh. want it to be, and it, and I think it's pretty organized. It's just, I'm kind of, I'm ready for everything to be in containers mm-hmm. and have the little pretty labels on there. And mm-hmm. that way when in-laws come over and my parents come over, I don't have to hear, Jess, where's this? Jess, mm-hmm. where do you keep that? Jess, where's... Uh, uh, there's labels. Mm-hmm. It's labeled. Good luck. <laughs> now, the one thing I've never been able to get behind is pouring my box cereal into a clear cereal box. Well, I don't really enjoy that. I don't. Yeah. I'm not that I don't enjoy it. I know it looks pretty, mm-hmm. but I haven't ever really seen the point. Well, the only reason why I've done that is because I buy the big box of um, cereal at Costco that has like the three different cereals in oh. it and it's three different bags it's not three different boxes it's three different bags Got and it. so usually what i'll do is i'll just kind of shove the bag and cereal and everything in the container so i can get rid of that big box that makes and sense. not have bags of cereal just laying around got it so that's that's the only reason why i do it but i see your point it's kind of the boxes itself makes it look clean and organized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're just like in bags because mm-hmm. like i would buy a big bag of like honeycomb you know, from Walmart mm-hmm. and I don't want the bag just laying there. So that would be the only reason why I would. Yeah, no, I, I get that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do want to organize my bathroom. So I think that'll probably be my project mm-hmm. if I were to do any like organization and the pretty clear bins yes. and the, uh, it just makes me happy the thinking about dividers that. in your drawers for like your little makeup, your lipsticks. Not that I have a lot of lipsticks, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, yep. just like all your, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of facial stuff, I guess. That's uh, what I have a lot of. Yeah, and that's hard to... Like samples and then things I've bought. Yeah. Travel size. And I'm really trying to get to where I'm not buying any more of that until I finish this. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I've got this, the, the stuff I'm using now like mm-hmm. on my counter, on mm-hmm. my vanity, and the rest is like under the sink. And then I'll pull that out and I'm trying to not buy that stuff. Yeah. So... I could totally work for them. Oh, gosh. Wouldn't that be... An amazing the dream job. Dream job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I would, like you said, I would have a lot of fun organizing. It would be easier to organize other people's mm-hmm. stuff. Because mm-hmm. you're yeah. not like emotionally attached to anything. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-mm. So. Um, and if I, you're using somebody else's money. Well, that too. And you can buy all the pretty acrylic containers. Yeah. <laughs> so I met them. They did a book signing on their first book, their uh-huh. book tour. Uh-huh. And a friend of mine went and met them. And they were really nice. Oh, good. And genuine. And just how they appear on their social media mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so and on the tv show right and i know on the tv show like the the first episode more than i guess the second and third to me they came across a little obnoxious at first so if you can get past that the first episode it does get 
less yeah. obnoxious. Yeah. But they are that's how they are on social media too, like when they do Instagram stories. So mm-hmm. that's just who their personalities are. Mm-hmm. And they really kind of they're opposites in a way. And mm-hmm. they kind of, I think, have a really good working relationship because of that. I think kind of like us. I feel yeah. like we're opposites in, in some ways. And I think it just works. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so. think, yeah, I, I agree with you. They were kind of a little loud on the first couple ones, but they do work well together. They mm-hmm. have good ideas together and mm-hmm. they do a good job. And yeah. they've made, I mean, because they just started on social media, right? That's mm-hmm. like, all, that's how they really became big through mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. And now they, they're dec- uh, organizing for Reese Witherspoon and for um, Rachel. Um, oh, Rachel, uh, Zoe. Zoe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel Zoe. Um, Didn't they do Chloe Kardashian's house too, I think? I think so. I mean, I haven't gotten to that episode yet. And but. I think of Chloe Kardashian. So yes, I have seen some episodes of Keeping Up the Kardashians and on her countertop in her kitchen. And I think Chris Jenner may have this too, like the big uh, glass containers with like the snacks perfectly stacked like the what? rice krispies treats the cookies are perfectly <laughs> stacked and i'm like it looks beautiful but i would eat all those snacks 24 <laughs> 7 i don't think i would just perfectly stack them <laughs> i don't feel like doing that well back to makeup for a second so i have been trying to i don't just do better skincare routines in the mm-hmm. morning and at night mm-hmm. and i have started using toner okay every morning and every night mm-hmm. And I have to say, it's really made a difference, maybe not to anyone else, but Mm -hmm. to me, it's really Mm -hmm. made a difference in my skin's texture and the brightness of my skin. Oh, well, that's interesting. I need to do that too then. I mean, there's so many steps Mm -hmm. (laughs) in skincare if you really want to do all these things that everyone recommends. But um, that's one thing I just never was really religious about doing every single day. Mm -hmm. And I had some toner left over from someone I bought it from. And I was like, man, this really has made a difference in my skin. Yeah. So are you really big on using toner? No, I have it. And sometimes when I think about it, I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe I should use this toner today or this morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's supposed to be really good for your pores, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. And shrinking them. And that's kind of like around my nose area. Yeah. Where I could probably use it more. Um, But... I like I like the feel of it. I like when it goes on. It you just it just feels like you're it's cleaning your face and yes. tightening it. Yes. And I like that feeling. It does. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. So this week I started my new job as a preschool teacher. I just <laughs> Heather, I just I'm still kind of in shock that you you took on this role of preschool teacher. Like I, I mean, I'm so excited for you and happy for you, but I would have never thought you would have gone for that. So I think everybody has been laughing about me behind my back. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> not you. But I talked to a really good friend that's known me for years. And mm-hmm. she's been on the show, our friend Erin Brown. And she, I told her, you know, that I'd gotten this job. And I have been very excited about mm-hmm. it because I really have just wanted to get out of the house mm-hmm. and get my two-year-old in some type of program. And, you know, I couldn't really justify sending her... In my mind, I wanted to, I didn't want to send her and then I, I would be so bored just sitting at home. Right, right. So I wanted to have something for myself too. And so it just made sense to teach at the same preschool that she would go to. Mm-hmm. And they were hiring and I went through the interview process, got hired and I told my friend Erin and she just started laughing. And <laughs> you know, like you just have those friends that just shoot you straight. Uh-huh. And so when she started laughing, I was like, I think everyone's been laughing behind my back. <laughs> Because no. I don't come across as a preschool teacher. No. Like, I totally get it. Well, it's because you're just so straight, honest, and and yeah. you don't put up with BS. And, right. you know, you're just... I'm not a nurturer at heart. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's not saying anything in a negative way no, or a bad way. It's just 
when I see you, I think business. Mm-hmm. I think businesswoman and, and professional and not that preschool teachers aren't. That's right. not what I mean. Right. But you know, that that's the kind of field mm-hmm. you would be, um, you know, drawn to. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense why you're doing it. I mm-hmm. mean, your, your daughter's going to be there anyway. Right. You know, might as well be there too. And, and it is a good schedule to kind of get myself back into the routine of working mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean, I would ideally like to be in the corporate world again, mm-hmm. but you know, with everything going on with COVID, it's just, it's a, it's a weird time right now to look is. for employment. And at the same time, I feel, I feel, I don't, I, I don't want to take an opportunity away from someone that really maybe needs opportunity right, right now too. Well, and with this, at least like, cause in our, in your previous job and my job now, it followed us home. Yes. Whereas like with this, true. this role, it does not, you, once you leave, you're done for that mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. and you can focus on your family. Yeah. Whereas in our previous, your previous role, there would be phone calls or things right. like that we would have to deal with. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a good point too. Cause you are right about that, which yeah. has been really nice yeah. by the way. Yeah. So I had my first day last week and so just a couple things. Um, first of all, kudos to all the teachers out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a hard job and it's not that I didn't think it was a hard job or a challenging job and I wasn't appreciative before, but I am even more after being in a similar role. Uh huh. Um, for just five hours. <laughs> <laughs> it does take a special person. It does. To do it. It really does. And those that have made careers out of it, um, whether you're doing two days a week, five days a week, whatever, I think, you know, I applaud you and Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. And I think the other thing is, is that for us, there's three. So the hierarchy in my classroom is there's a classroom director who obviously has experience in teaching kids. And then there's myself and another lady who are the teachers. So we're kind of her helpers. Mm -hmm. And we're all three of us are in the room full time the entire Mm day. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just going to take a while for us to get our rhythm together. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously we had our first day together and we really haven't been around each other other than, you know, sending each other text messages and stuff. So I think for us to get our rhythm, that's going to make things better. Um, I did not, I did expect some kids to cry after Uh drop off because they've been with their mom since like March. A lot of them, or some of them, this is their first time to go to preschool. Right. So the age I have is two years old and they'll start to be three in December. Mm -hmm. So like two and a half Mm -hmm. and up. And, um, but I did not expect some to cry the majority of the day. Oh my so goodness. That was a little, you know, tasking. And I, and I feel for the kids because the whole time they're crying, I'm thinking, is my daughter crying all day too? Like, right. you know, I just feel so bad for these kids mm-hmm. and there's not enough of us to really hold them and nurture them. Like, you know, you want to instinct instinctively because, you know, you, you've got other kids that aren't doing yeah. that and want to be engaged and play mm-hmm. and do things. So that was a little tricky to manage. Um, and then the other thing is I really wasn't prepared for how often they ask you for their mommy during oh, the day like just really? randomly throughout the day different children at different times I miss my mommy <gasps> when's my mommy gonna be here oh, no. I want my mommy and so you go we went through all this training so I went through all types of training for COVID to um how to recognize if a child's being abused mm-hmm. or if you're working with maybe someone that is taking advantage of children in the environment you're in uh, I mean all kinds of training I had to read the teacher's manual I had to take a test we did zoom training whatever mm-hmm. they never once said and if this is your first time to teach preschool, here are some great tips on how to deal with when they ask for their mommy 50 times during the five hours you have them. <laughs> like so, that should have been addressed. So what was your response? I, mean, my, when they would I think ask. my response was fine. Yeah. But it's just like one of those things that I feel like you don't want to answer them the wrong way though either. Yeah. I mean, you might be, you might, you're risking upsetting them even more. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, my response was, oh, I know you miss your mommy. Your mommy misses you too, but she's going to be back soon mm-hmm. to get you and we're going to have so much mm-hmm. fun. Something along those lines pretty much every time. Yeah. But you find yourself saying a variety of things yeah. in that, you know, of that 
form yeah. throughout the day. I mean, I, I didn't realize how many of them would ask. I mean, when you have 11 kids and they all ask at least two or three times, I mean, it's it's a lot. You know what those mamas need? What? They need that book that kindergarten gave to our kids, The Kissing Hand. Oh, The Kissing Hand. That's yes. a great book. Yes. Y'all should read that book to them. Or, That's a good idea. I can take out. it up there and just yeah. read it. Yeah, because I thought that was a great, cute little mm-hmm. book. And how you kiss the little hand and they can put it up there when they're thinking about their mommy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cute. And I was so glad that our kindergarten class gave that book out. Yes. Yeah. No, that's a good thing. And, and for our listeners, if you've got a child that's going to be starting school or going to a new environment, and that is a great book, The Kissing Hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the author is. I don't either. I wish we will. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. We'll post it. But that is a good book. And I think there's a lot of good books out there about, you know, the goodbye book. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's one that I've read with Sloan when she started preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. But it, I mean, overall, it yeah. was as good of a first day you could have when these kids haven't been in school for like six months. So what are some of like the crazy things they've put in place because of like the COVID precautions and everything? So are you spending much, your whole time cleaning? So... I thought I was going to be, to be mm-hmm. quite honest, because that was part of our training was, you know, how to correctly sanitize everything. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as you, as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of hand washing going on with mm-hmm. the kids, um, myself. You do a lot of hand washing before and after activities, mm-hmm. um, bathroom breaks, diaper changing, eating, snack time, lunch time. Um, going in and out from playing on the playground. So I think there is a lot of hand washing, but I think all that would have been happening prior to COVID, quite honestly. Right. Well, it should be happening. It should be. Yeah. Um, As far as the toys go, we have a sanitation process, but, you know, ideally you want to keep the kids from like sharing too much and keeping them like four at a table and really letting just those four play with those toys, sanitize them before the next four play with them. Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of is hard to do, to be oh, quite I'm honest. Sure. The reality is, is that yeah. it's kind of hard to keep up with during the day because oh, yeah. they do want to mingle to other tables because they see other things and some things just don't pique certain kids' interest. Right. Yeah. So there was some downtime too. And I think that um, that was another learning I had is that you really have to have like, you know, twice as many activities or things mm-hmm. to do than what you think you need uh-huh. because their interest isn't always peaked. And if it is, it's not for that long. And right. They're ready to move on. Yeah. You got to get something some, else going. Yep. But yeah. then some kids could sit there and play with, like, we had a Mr. Potato Head, like, several mm-hmm. Mr. Potato Head and accessories and Mrs. Potato Head. And that kept some of their attention for, like, 30 minutes. Oh, good. But some kids just weren't interested. Yeah. So I think you just have to kind of have, like, a lot of plan. But, yeah, there was a lot of that going on during the day, just the sanitizing of the toys, putting mm-hmm. them away, getting them back out just to re-sanitize, you know, 30 yeah. minutes later. So yeah. I think that was the only thing. I mean, our school's doing drop-off in a carpool line. Uh-huh. Which I know has got to be tough for those little kids. Oh, yeah. Because you know, we, sure. we take as young as six weeks. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So imagine, you know, just handing your child off and, you know, we're all wearing Not, masks. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, my two year old, I think she's finding it normal. Yeah. That doesn't bother her. Mm-hmm. But I think some kids that may bother. Yeah. You know, especially well, a stranger. It's just like we couldn't walk our kids into kindergarten. Mm-hmm. We we're just handing them off. Yeah. So, yeah, that's got to be, be tough for the parents and for for the kids. I know. But like you said, it might just be normal for some of them now. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't know anything different. Yeah, because that's all they know. I know. My husband and I, were. we went out to eat dinner last night for our anniversary. We were sitting there in the restaurant, and we're both just like, this is so crazy. Because we happen to have like one of those half circle booths up Mm -hmm. against the wall, like on one end of the restaurant. So you can see out into the restaurant. You can see into the bar area. You can pretty much see everything in the restaurant. And we're just like, it's so weird in this time right now that we're in where we're just all these people are wearing masks coming in and mm-hmm. out and walking around the workers and it's mm-hmm. just it's just but the minute you sit down you can take it off 
I know. You know, because the virus doesn't like hit you down at that level. <laughs> just only when you're walking. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So how many years y'all been married? 17 years. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Glad y'all got to go out last night. I am too. Um, You know, I was really looking forward to it. And it's not just for the anniversary, just to go out and feel normal Mm -hmm. with everything that's been going on. And, you know, kids starting school. I think there's a lot of stress. I don't know for you, but for me, there's that anticipation. And I think no matter what grade they're going into, it's that anticipation during the summer of like, how's the school you're going to go? And how are they going to do a drop off and make new friends? And are they going to, are we going to get a good teacher that's going to engage them in the right way? Right. And then there's been the stress of like, like starting my new job and Dexter starting preschool for the first time. So it was just nice to like let loose. Yeah, go out and not think about all of those things and or think about it's really going well so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think at least Knock for my wood. kids, yeah, it's <laughs> it's been going really good. So um, Did you have that like anticipation all summer? Um, Yeah, I mean, it really, really it hit me the closer we got. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, you know, like I said, upset. We, we couldn't walk them in for kindergarten. That was on my mind and not knowing, and I guess my, I worry more about probably Chase kept keeping up with everybody mm-hmm. so that I don't have to like split them, hold one back, hold all of them back or whatever, you know, those are the things I think about. So it kind of never really goes away, but that's just kind of, that's where my focus has mm-hmm. been. It hasn't been so much on the COVID part because I just already had made up in my mind that if the school was closed, Every other week or every time we turned around, I was just going to pull them out and we'd start again next year. Mm-hmm. So that's why I guess I probably didn't worry about that too much. Mm-hmm. Did you expect the school to be shut down by now? I mean, we're into, what are we on six weeks now? Yeah, did I really you, did. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I thought, I figured we would have probably, what do we say, two weeks, three weeks in? Mm-hmm. At least. We'd be lucky if we got one that far. Of, one of our classes would have been sent home for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And so, knock like you said, wood. knock on wood, mm-hmm. it hasn't occurred. And I hope it doesn't. So, so Sloan did get strep throat. Oh yeah, uh, a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, woke up one morning. I could just or no, she, yeah, woke up one morning, and just didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And kind of had a feeling. I mean, her head was on fire. She definitely had a fever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a feeling it was either an ear infection because she gets allergies and gets really bad congestion, and that usually goes into an ear infection right. for her mm-hmm. or strep throat. Uh-huh. And on a whim, I took Dexter with me because, you know, the doctor's office doesn't want us to bring any other children with us. It's just the, you know, the child they're seeing plus mm-hmm. the the parent or the guardian. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anyone to watch Dexter. So I just said, well, oh, and I think she's got an ear infection too. Uh, <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah, I did, did you really? <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, she did. Oh, wow. So she had an ear infection, but uh, Sloan, my oldest, had strep throat. Mm-hmm. But the doctor said before we or since you're going to get her tested for strep throat anyways mm-hmm. i would recommend going ahead and testing both of them for covid mm-hmm. since you're going to be in the lab anyway so right. we did uh-huh. and i'm glad we did because if the strep test had come back negative you were going to have she get didn't it done. have an ear mm-hmm. infection i was going to have to get it done because in order to go back to school i was right. going to have to provide a negative covid test right right and they both came back negative COVID. I wasn't even worried about that. However, when I was sitting in the car waiting for the results from the rapid COVID test, it did cross my mind. Well, crap, if they've got COVID, should I go get tested? And I was like, no, no, no. Cause we've quarantined no matter what. So it uh-huh. won't matter if I have it or not. Yeah. You know, like uh-uh. all these thoughts are going. And then I'm like, who have we been in contact with? Who am I going to have to call? <laughs> but in my gut, I knew she did. I knew neither one of them did. Yeah. Like just mommy's intuition. Oh, yeah. It was like ear or strep. Yeah, so. definitely. 
And no. thankfully it was something they could get amoxicillin for and mm-hmm. knock it so right out. So what test was it? Was it the throat or was it just the nasal swab? It was the nasal swab. Not the one they shoved all the way up. No, it good. did not go all the way up. It was good. like a flu nasal yeah. swab. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of more acceptable now anyway, now that they don't have to go mm-hmm. shove all the way up your nose. They can just do the other one. So a little bit less traumatic for for kids. And, right. you know, I'm not as nervous of taking my kids to get tested if they have to be. So Right. But, well, Sloan hates the strep throat test the culture they oh, do oh yeah that she hates it she uh, knew it was coming too but the the covid test didn't even bother her oh good good so, well, and, and it didn't bother dexter either so yeah well glad they were negative oh me too <laughs> but i knew they were you know, yeah but you just with school now you got to go through all that just to make sure well i mean we've got a daily screening thing we have to like go through if they got fever if they cough or mm-hmm. sneeze or whatever you i don't know can't take them to school i'm just not telling anybody <laughs> No, I would do the right thing. I promise. Yeah. Well, you'll have to. The nurse contacts you if you don't do anything. I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I did call, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think they would have contacted me anyway. So. Well, the nurse called me one day, and you know, you hate that phone call when they say, "This is the school nurse." You're like, and oh, like crap, damn it. And uh, Chandler had been complaining about her stomach hurt, but she had like one hour left, and that I ain't heard her complain about her stomach all day the night before nothing. And the, even the nurse was kind of like, I don't think it's anything. I don't know. You know, she doesn't have fever. Mm-hmm. And so they let her stay. You know, they were just like, do you want her to tough it out for the last hour? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. But anyway, but the other, one other thing that we're looking at. So right now my kids, they get on a little bus after school and they go to daycare. Well, I've got one of them saying, I don't like the daycare. It's for babies. <laughs> and so now I'm trying to figure out if we should maybe try something else like either the after school program at school Mm -hmm. um which i'm fine with but the only problem with that is if the school's closed they're closed and so like what would i do with my kids during holidays or the holidays i have to work Mm -hmm. or you know those little assessment days those type things well like thanksgiving they get all the whole Uh week off christmas they have two weeks off Uh so yeah you would need something yeah or do i try to hire a babysitter to watch them in the afternoon i don't know so those are kind of some things thinking about I don't know. You, you had that uh, mother's helper slash nanny mm-hmm. during the summertime mm-hmm. or pre-COVID. I don't know. It's all run together yeah, now. Yeah. So uh, what, is she in college now? Or No, she's a senior now, but I think she got a job somewhere. So I don't know. Oh. You know, and when I was using her, it was kind of more on an as-needed basis. I mean, but maybe if it was something more steady. permanent and more steady and it was every day, maybe she'd be interested. So, I mean, I could reach out to her again and see, but um, but I don't know. I don't know. Just got to think about that and see what what is best because I do like when school's closed or I, and I got to go to work they can go to their daycare that they're at now I'd probably keep them in daycare this year and then just maybe see how cross next year that bridge goes next year yeah because mm-hmm. summer I got to do something with them for the summer yeah so and I'm not good at like and and I've noticed with summer camps that it's like it doesn't start to like 9 30 and then you got to pick them up at two and then and yes. I'm like what do working people do I mean I can't just do that. Well, the only thing I can tell you is I think a lot of people, even before COVID, work from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously more so now, but you and your husband are in a professions that that's not an option. You got to go in every day. So for you, that doesn't work. But I think a lot yeah. of parents work from home yeah. and they just make that work. I don't want to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be responsible for dinner every night. Exactly. <laughs> well, that is what I learned. Like what I realized last week when I was home by myself, I'd get the kids off to school. I spent so much damn money. I, and I don't even know on what. I mean, I went to Costco. I did like, a, I, I'm not going to have to buy snacks or lunches for like a month 
at least because I hardly ever go to Costco. So if I go, I go big. And so <laughs> got that. And then I'm like, oh, I need a new pair of tennis shoes. Let me go get that. Oh, I think I need some new workout clothes. I don't work out, but I need them. <laughs> Let me go get that. And then like, and, and then the organizing stuff. I mean, like I was just, I don't know what <laughs> happened. I need to go back to work. <laughs> Are you out of money? <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. Oh, goodness. You know, that was my problem when I first started staying home, too, is I was Uh really conscious of the fact that we didn't have the expandable income that we used to have, that I could just go out and spend stuff, Uh money, and not really think much of it. And I had to go on a budget for myself, for Uh sure. I mean, my husband (laughs) is a saver. I am not a Uh saver. Uh So, I mean, every time I used to get a bonus check, I used to go out and buy a designer handbag with it. Oh, Nice. Good, good times. I'm like, I travel a lot. Yeah. I deserve to look fashionable as I'm standing in line to board an airplane. Okay. <laughs> yes, you do. And that is how I justified it in my mind. But in all seriousness, when I started staying home, that was really hard for me to do because you want to get out of the house to do things. But when you go to Target, you're going to drop $100 yeah. at least. Yeah. Yep. And same thing with Costco. I would overspend there. Mm-hmm. Grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really had to start staying home or find things that were free to do, like go to the park and like entertain my child by oh, <laughs> like yeah. going to the park, go to yeah. the, you know, reading the library, uh, mommy and me mm-hmm. story time. Mm-hmm. And, and all that was fine. I mean, that was bonding time and that was yeah. things for her to do and engage with her. But yeah. And yeah, you adjust. I mean, I, yeah, I, you I, do. I would adjust. You but would. I just, I don't. I don't want to work from home and I don't want to try to work when my kids are running around crazy. I mean, that's yeah. just something that's not, that is stressful for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes my work needs a lot of attention and talking to people and managing people and mm-hmm. you're working on hospital charts and that's crap. I don't want to mess up. So, right. you know, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, well, I think once your kids get a certain age though, it's not so bad probably. Well, and they're going to want to stay home during the mm. summer and not go to like a daycare oh, yeah. facility. Yep. So that's going to be a hard time to Oh, gosh. Adjust. What are we going to do when that happens? I mean, I stayed home during summers. So I stayed home by myself, me and my sister. I mean, I think a lot of kids do. I just think you have to decide what that age is going to be. I yeah. guess it's when you can trust them. But then, then you're giving them cell phones probably because I don't have a house line. Oh, I don't either. Uh-uh. So then you have to give them some kind of device, a smartphone or, you know, just a phone. Mm-hmm. I know they make some phones that you can just dial yeah. out to one mm-hmm. number. Yeah. I wonder, I don't remember. I'll have to ask one. I don't know how old we were when we started staying. I was fourth, home from the summer. fourth grade when I could stay home by myself, but it wasn't that I wasn't for the summer. My mom was at home during the summer. Yeah. I think I was third grade. Me and my sister were staying home by myself, but I don't know when it was for the summers. Yeah. I can't remember. Because I know we went to daycare for a while. I think that summer between the fourth and fifth grades, probably. Yeah. Or fifth and sixth grade, maybe. Or fifth and sixth, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should ask our moms. Maybe ask the moms out there what... When they started. Yeah, when they started. um, But I think it's how responsible your kids are. Because I know that I have a friend whose oldest son is not very responsible. But the second child, the daughter, is very responsible. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I think so. I think they did it a little later because she, they didn't trust the son. Oh, yeah. Well, I just remember calling my mom while she was at work, you know, and like telling on my sister or we'd call her because we'd be <laughs> fighting. And we'd be like, Mom, so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. And I know she was annoyed and yeah. she was like, I'm coming home. And when we heard that, it was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Now we're in trouble. We called one too many times. 
Yeah, I could definitely see your kids doing that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Good luck figuring all that out. (laughs) To be continued. Well, right now you just have to figure out what you're going to do after school. (laughs) Yes, after school and for this summer. Well, I'll figure that out. So we'll see. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, for listening to our Bunch of Moms Sense this week. And we look forward to chatting with you soon. All right. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more episodes, please be sure to subscribe Bunch of Mom Sense on your favorite podcast app. Visit our website, www.bunchofmomsense.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Bunch of Mom Sense. Thanks again. Till next time.